Hey folks, TV's Kevin Lanigan up top with a little splainerino. Uh, what you're about to hear is actually an episode of a different podcast that I do, uh, but this episode we ended up talking so much about community and how it truly uh, turned me into the person that I am today in uh, ways <laughs> where I mean that very literally. Uh, so I hope you enjoy it. Uh, we'll be back with a regular episode on uh, next Thursday, but this is a little treat that I brought for you. I hope you like Goodbye. me hearties it's another episode of drawing absolute nonsense mm. what's bopping covidsville oh what's happening all you hep cats out there in quarantine land <laughs> we we're bringing you another uh uh stir crazy cabin fever fueled episode of drawing absolute nonsense the uh the episodes where the jam boys take a little break and uh, just talk about dumb pop cultural things uh, with their friends, because I, uh, I like my friends. I, miss I am currently drinking a cocktail made of uh, that it combines Crown Royal Peach and Ski. Ski the the uh, the lemon uh, soda. The or same. The, the the Alton. Uh, I think it's made in Alton actually. <laughs> that might check out with Ski. Ski did not. Ski is semi-regional. It's definitely not national. I've never seen a ski in mm-hmm. this part of the country. It's not even as national as a squirt. Where mm-hmm. I feel like squirt was at least the larger Midwest. Ski is very specific. Ski yes. is my dad's friends coming out to the fish fry and needed to grab a cheap two liter. Yes, uh, yeah, that, absolutely. It's what you get when when, when you don't want to stoop down to vests. Yeah, you're above getting, you know, uh, Mountain Thunder. You're not quite at Mountain Thunder level. Uh, and uh, you haven't seen a Mellow Yellow in 30 years, but well, you it, need well, to Mellow grab Yellow something. Mellow gone for a while, right? I well, cannot well, well, be sure. Mellow I Yellow thought it was, was sold... discontinued for a while. Like, kind of like I original was... Mr. Pib was gone, and it was just Pib Extra for a I while. Mean, I mean, you are talking about two uh, sodas sold exclusively at my hometown soccer field pavilion. <laughs> we're talking, <laughs> we're talking Mr. Pib, and we're talking Mellow Yellow, and that's what you get with your nachos that are just cheese. Um, after after you play a little sports game. No. Oh wait, wait! You 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 didn't even get the uh, the extremely warmed over gray green jalapeno rings in your nacho cheese. Those were optional, but I was a little puss boy and I couldn't oh. handle the jalapenos. I couldn't. I couldn't fucking take it. Mm. Yes. Uh, now Jacob, who has not spoken oh, yes. so far, 
Uh, you, uh, uh, we are, we might not, uh, commit a full hour to this topic, uh, but you are on the, on the forefront of a brand new, uh, cultural landmark. Uh, do you, do you want yes. to, to speak mm. on this? I have started yes. watching the TV show Lost. I have no prior knowledge. Not, no, nothing has came to me through cultural osmosis or at least nothing that I would directly recognize as lost off the top of my head. I did not watch any of the show when it was out, and I am taking my first steps into the world of Lost after watching the pilot episodes one and two. Pilots part one and two, correct. Uh, Directed by uh, J.J. Abrams, who the show is wrongly attributed to as its author, uh, J.J. Abrams uh, directs the first episode, hangs around in the writer's room for two more episodes, and then fucks off forever to go make Mission Impossible 3. Uh, so, uh, wrongly, he is assigned the the authorship of Lost pretty frequently. Uh, listeners, just like last episode, uh, where we got a glimpse truly into Jacob's Digimon madness, I think this is mine. I think now we, sh- we, we, we should do a planned trilogy <laughs> where each of us... <laughs> Gets their time in the in the spotlight to reveal our true madness. Uh, I, and, and Kevin, do you really want to commit to that? Yeah, no. Justin, do. Justin is the last madness left. Madness. And and w- we we will build <laughs> to the greatest of three madnesses. We will we will uh, wreck ourselves upon these rocks. I, I okay. I will make no I, hard I, I, commitment. I also will say, like, if we're like showing off our madnesses. Digimon was only like a slight madness for me. I got way more mad madness. Yes. Okay, show. okay, that's now, true. That's true. We're off Jacob the cuff gets here. a mulligan. Digimon isn't that real much of a madness. We're off the <laughs> we're off the cuff here. We're off the dome. Yeah. Um. But you know, I feel like I, uh, in our friend group, have the reputation, as I was talking about before the show, have the reputation as perhaps being the least nerdy of the bunch, the mm-hmm. most uh, uh regular school. But you, we just don't often touch on the the pools of my madness. We don't often dip our toes in, uh, because uh, Justin brought up the first DVD in the Lost Season One collection, and I could tell you exactly what was on it. I could tell you the backgrounds of the DVD menu because, of course, they do change from disc to disc. Uh, I could tell you what episodes are on there. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, we, the, we, we are now in the lipid pools of my madness. Jacob, not Jacob, Kevin, what actually was the polar bear? What was that? Don't say that! I'm two episodes in! Technically okay, oh, right. only one episode in. I will tell you, people, people have been jawing <laughs> on for fucking ten years. 15, right, before, 16. Before you, before you give your explanation, I just want to backtrack a little about how I had trepidation before the episode about, I'm not sure if I want to discuss loss because I want to avoid spoilers. Justin's first contribution to the conversation is, hey, Kevin, tell me this spoiler. Okay, here's the here's the premise. Yeah. Here, here's our, no. here's our, here's no, our you're promise. Right. No, Jacob, you're right. I am stealing your spotlight because this is really your baptism into Lost. Into Lost, my second favorite TV show of all time. Uh, now, now, uh, J- here's here's a pin that I will put in this, and and Jacob, you can nay, yay or nay this. Whenever you have watched as much Lost as you are going to watch, perhaps we can circle back around. We'll do uh, a follow up. <laughs> 
on, on <laughs> maybe just you and me if Justin doesn't want to be dragged into it. Uh, where we where we can find we can get into the details. Maybe that one's behind the paywall. Who knows? Uh, yeah. But that if if you are willing to commit to that, I am definitely willing to commit. I, to that. I, I am fine for whatever my jumping off point ends up being to do a post loss recap because I think it is a show worthy of discussing, and I do. Oh, think it I, is. I think I oh. am slightly missing out on the narrative. Just because I'm coming to it so late, I'm not really enjoying it with anyone. Though yeah, you... I did consider possibly turning uh, my viewing of Lost into a series, but the reason I didn't is because I wanted to do something special with it that just didn't come through, mm-hmm. where I wanted to watch the entire series Lost in a language I do not speak and call <laughs> the series Lost Ooh. in Translation as wow. I piece together Dang, the show that's Lost. Good. The problem was Hulu only had English available, so I was like, you know what? Yeah. Effort. I tried as far as the audio menu would let me, but that was my idea for how to initially watch Lost. Now, I don't even know. Really interesting idea. That's very interesting. I don't even know if the DVDs have foreign language options. They might have subtitle options. And listen, you're talking to someone who has owned the complete series on physical media two different times. And I, I'm not even sure that would be an option you could feasibly track down. But it is an interesting one. Did, did Lost ever, did Lost not develop a much of an international following? Uh, to that, I cannot speak. Most shows that are certainly the size uh, of what Lost was at its peak were certainly shipped overseas to some degree or another. I imagine there is likely uh, a Japanese translation, a Spanish translation. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if it would be readily available in a way that Jacob could feasibly track down. Okay. Uh, and again, you know, Lost is coming out in... It starts in 2004. So we are in the nascency mm-hmm. of uh, obsessive online fan cataloging. You know, mm. Lost Lost invents the fan site. <laughs> Not truly, but like the, the fuselage and websites like that become the the a, a real fucking nexus point of fan communities so there's don't, not don't, even a yeah. good online record in the same way there would be yeah. for a game of thrones or or, like, guys, or talking dead i just googled was lost released in spanish and google has told me fu perdido liberado because it just translated was lost released <laughs> into spanish <laughs> Uh, Google, Google, that's an excellent joke. That's, that's a fucking exquisite joke. Oh my goodness. That's off to the algorithm. That's off to the fucking algorithm. Um, so, I'm going to say it would not be easily accessible. No, it's a difficult show to Google. Like another one of my favorite shows that is simply called Review. Uh, it's pretty tough to Google that show and find uh, meaningful uh, 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 links awaiting you on the Google homepage. Jacob, you have seen the pilot of Lost, which is um, mostly kind of an action show. Um, it's it's a lot of like the the whole huge first like 20, 30 minutes are like this uh, oh, intense yeah. after plane crash sequence. And it all kind of builds to this like trek into the dark, mysterious jungle, kind of two simultaneous treks into the dark, mm-hmm. mysterious jungle. To flesh out our huge cast. Yeah, a gigantic cast. It was one of those things that as I... First off, Lost doesn't start with the plane crash. No, it starts with 
a jack just kind of coming to in this quiet forest. And it was one of those things where it's like, oh, what are they getting at? What what am I watching here? And then they come into that scene. Right. And then it's like, okay, never mind. He this walks is not a out of the show. idyllic forest onto the beach where there has been a horrible plane crash. Mm-hmm. People are screaming. Things are exploding. It's I, Say what you will about the TV show that would follow. What a fucking opening to a TV show. Oh, the guy gets sucked into the turbine is like horrifying. As I'm watching this scene, though, the only thing on my mind is this is too many characters. And it was one of those things as I kept thinking, like, this is way too many characters. And then people started dying. It was like, oh, it's that kind of show. That's there are they have the character pool. There it's are Game of a, Thrones before Game of Thrones. Yeah, they're not to that same extent where Game of Thrones almost like got its rocks off on killing characters unexpectedly. Lost does less in the way of the big unexpected death. And I think one of my principal problems with Game of Thrones became a lot of characters were just dying. And it it was a death that didn't mean anything to their character. It wasn't a cool oh, look at how this guy goes out scene or like a meaningful moment or a betrayal moment. It was just, they just started happening. And oops, oops, our contract with the actors up. We got to get them out. Or oops, everyone fucking loved the Red Wedding. So let's try and do that a bunch. Now I know they were adapting books for a while, uh, but uh, Mm -hmm. they, they ran out of books and continued to do that. Um, yes. it, it, it's, uh, Lost, I think, is much better, with a couple notable exceptions, was much better at the meaningful death, or a character choosing okay. to sacrifice themselves. Mm-hmm. You lose a few cast members every season, uh, and then, of course, you gain others, so the, the ultimate ensemble cast stays roughly the same size. There are a few yeah. characters that leave the show and are not killed. They are just like, my time on the TV show Lost has concluded, and they leave. Which is a perfectly reasonable path to take. It, it, yes. it's, it's one of those things that while watching it and like slowly meeting these characters and trying to like learn their names, like I'm learning, like I'm meeting these characters far before I learn any of their names. And it's one of those things where I'm finding myself like two episodes deep and of every like character that's actually getting a scene, I'm invested in them. I want to see what they have to offer and i'm like already hooked on these characters the Mm -hmm. world on the other hand i don't know what to make of it like when they first like had the rumbling and it was like dinosaurs they're like stranded on a dinosaur island because that's what i jumped to and then like (laughs) then they encounter the pilots like oh that's definitely a dinosaur that's definitely the dinosaur just ate Matt Parkman. It's, yeah. it's it's dinosaur o'clock, baby. And then they go into the woods again with a way too large of a party. Like, like Are, you're speaking I, of the uh, the polar bear party where there's like yeah, five yeah. of them. Okay. Yeah, and like they all, and then suddenly like, oh, here comes the dinosaur. We're gonna see the dinosaur. It's a polar bear. And like, oh, I love that he's just finding out about the lost polar bears. I oh, and, love and, like, it. The guy, the guy has like a gun, and is like, okay, well now I kind of respect this character a bit more because previously he was just some racist jerk picking on 
the on uh, Syed was it Syed? Syed, but yeah, he, I'm impressed. Very good. Uh, who was just picking on Syed, uh, blaming him for the plane crash, which yeah. is terrible in a post 9/11 world. Oh, it's yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. This movie, this show was 2004, like right when the world, when the Iraq thing was getting started. And here yeah. is the credit that I think lost deserves to a certain mm-hmm. degree is that this is absolutely three years post 9-11 and one of your major heroes is an iraqi like is and he is one of the most like he's done some dubious things in his past but generally is one of the most like likable and useful mm-hmm. and selfless people on that fucking island and and that is 2004 Bush yeah. is getting yeah. <laughs> about to be elected a second time. But and, also, and this is one of your big characters. It was also one of those great moments uh, because when he pulled out that gun, suddenly it shined a whole different light on the confrontation earlier. He's not some just arrogant redhead who's letting his racism guide him. Because if he had the gun, he had a whole another slew of options that he chose not to do. Absolutely. Yes. And that is, uh, you are, you are of course referencing Sawyer, uh, who, mm-hmm. uh, is my, uh, yet. is my, yeah, you, it's maybe like tossed off, but he's okay. really like, so for someone who will become for, uh, at the beginning of Lost, your central pillar of three is Jack, Kate, Charlie. And that's, I think largely because Charlie, uh, was in the Lord of the Rings one year previous, uh, but they quickly mm-hmm. discover that Sawyer is a much better font and a much more interesting character. So he kind of becomes the, the one of the central pillars. Uh, and when you are speaking of Sawyer, you are speaking of my favorite character in the history of television. That's that's my number one guy. <laughs> he's, a, he's a really interesting guy. I, like, it's already, like, I'm seeing all these characters when they're first introduced... Um, they are coming off as one way and you're very quickly like seeing this other facet to them. And it is like also the, uh, I, 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 the subtitles have not given me any indication of if it's Japanese or Chinese, but that couple that's like went off Uh, on their own. They are, uh, they're Korean. Korean. All right. I was way off then. Um, it's okay. I was 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 listening. It's all right. Yeah. I was listening for yeah, you know, it was just. Listening I mean, for, like, you are you are mostly working off of uh, everyone's guesses as to what they are because yeah. the, the characters on the island are like I don't know the Chinese guy and they're like they're, they're Korean like it's uh, please yeah. get it correct. Yeah, well, I have no. Also, mm-hmm. I have no idea what they're doing at all because, again, like I'm not getting. I've got one set of subtitles from them, and now the show is giving me nothing. The show yeah. gave me enough subtitles to let me know, hey, they're characters. They're important enough that we paid someone to subtitle this episode, but we're not letting you in on them so far. Yeah, yeah. And Lost then he's going around your... handing these pieces of fruit to people. It's like, that doesn't meet with what the subtitles are saying. What are you playing at? I don't trust you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Lost loves this move where they, they, try, they put this... They give you the initial sketch of the character and they're going to try and give you they you're going to have all these assumptions in your head and their their ultimate move is to undermine that at like the at every possible opportunity where you you're always questioning 
uh, uh, the the nature of these characters and always finding out more about them. These these deep, rich, colorful people. And it, it's also one of those things where uh, I will say um, Jack is a very interesting character right now. Uh, he's definitely fitting into the Gary Sue role, which I think is kind of <laughs> important to like kind of get things started. But at the same time, like, hey, like maybe introduce a flaw eventually to make them a character and not oh. like a messiah. It's, um, it's coming. Don't okay. <laughs> don't worry. So here but, is a here is a here is a fun lost fact for you. Uh, in the initial conceptions of this pilot, up until very late, Jack was supposed to die at the end of the pilot. Jack was supposed to get ripped out of the plane and would end up in the trees uh, where Matt Parkman ends up. That's the initial idea for that character. So you're going to spend... Wasn't he also supposed to be played by Michael Keaton? He was supposed to be played by Michael Keaton because they knew, like, oh, we can't get Keaton for a series, but we can probably get him for an episode. And then the pilot would end with Michael Keaton dead in a tree. Uh, the A lot of everyone, uh, including the network ABC, said, uh, okay, you know, very clever, very clever twist. Uh, people are going to hate that. Your audience is going to hate you immediately. <laughs> <laughs> for them spending an entire hour getting to know this guy, and then you fucking sling him up in a tree. You think you're so clever, Mr. Uh, uh, Lindelof, Mr. Cuse. You're very cute, but, like, let's let's actually let this guy be a character. Mm, yeah. Hey, don't and, forget Jeffrey Lieber. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, Jeffrey Lieber, Adam Adam Horowitz, Edward Kitsis. Yeah, I've, I've seen the credits of Lost. Justin. The biggest question I have right now about Lost is why in the world did Jack get not get someone who isn't afraid of blood to help him. Why did it have to be Hurley? Uh, because uh, Hurley was there and uh, they uh, wanted they wanted some comic relief. They wanted they wanted uh, to to have a, a bit of humor in the pilot where Jack needs help with uh, a wound and he gets the fucking guy who can't stand the sight of blood. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Hurley's also like really quickly growing off. Like Hurley always was like I, I was a big fan of Hurley. He he's this good human he he's not doing anything stupid he's being selfless he's helping out where he can he's already showing himself to have some worth and some use um hurley's the I'm best really... hurley's your number one guy that, yeah everybody really, loves that's really nice to hear guys because i took that uh what fictional character are you quiz that was like all over twitter and i i got hurley three times out of three My, hurley's the nice number one guy you could almost not get paid a higher compliment by that personality yeah. quiz. Hurley's so cool, the band Weezer named an album after him and put his picture on it. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, they did My, uh, an album so called weird. Hurley. My it's, big concern with the character Hurley right now is I'm worried they're going to use his weight as a substitute for character flaws. Mm. I'm worried that's going to be they're like he's this perfect character but he's also fat pretty good balance right and I'm worried that's what he's going to be and I want more for him Okay, because we can't let dumpy scraggly guys have character depth can we okay now his 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 weight does come up as an aspect of his character he has other flaws that is not okay. his only his well, I, I, his, yeah. his great character sin is not being overweight. I just but but yeah. it, it, it is a thing that will 
uh, come up. Sawyer already referenced him as Lardo, so I get that that's going to be how the rest of the cast sees him. I just don't want that to be how the show sees him. Yeah, I expect uh, more from the show in regards to Hurley. Mm-hmm. Another uh, lost fun fact for you, uh, uh, Jorge Garcia, the actor that portrays Hurley, uh, who you might remember from an episode of Lost, or an episode of How I Met Your Mother, essentially playing the same character, uh, referencing how he <clears throat> got off that island. Um, he uh, originally auditioned to play Sawyer, the uh, redneck with a gun, and they were like, you are Ooh. not correct for this part, but we are going to create a part just for you, buddy. <laughs> and he will be Didn't called Hurley. Did he get Hurley. a cameo in A Force Awakens, too? Uh, he, no. Um, there is another lost actor in Force Awakens. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, uh, oh, his name escapes me. He plays the character of Miles... But uh, the actor's name escapes me. Uh, but he is in it, and of course, Matt Parkman, Greg Grunberg is in Force Awakens as well because he is J.J. Abrams' little good luck charm. Aww. Yeah, and that's nice. I will also say, I, I do have one bit of prior knowledge about Lost. I know the backgammon guy with a scar, he's either played by an actor named John Locke or his character's name is John Locke because that's a reference in the origin of the term Nuzlocke. Wow. Uh, yes, John. That the character's name is John Locke. The actor's name is Terry O'Quinn. Uh, because this show loves to name characters after famous philosophers. Uh, you have uh, Desmond David Hume. Uh, uh, you have uh, uh, Faraday. You have episodes titled Tabula Rasa. You have all of these uh, uh, classic, classic uh, philosophy references. So uh, I hope I hope you like them. Oh God. <laughs> But yeah, definitely with that scar, definitely trying to fall into that role of anime villain, which I'm excited for. Um... <laughs> the the uh, John Locke is the closest thing this show has to. He is not a villain; he is an antagonist. Um, and I and I I want I will draw that line pretty distinctly. Uh, he is the closest thing mm-hmm. the show has to a, a bad guy for a few seasons. Uh, it's yeah. he is he is the source of a lot of tension. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely also, like, it's, again, there's so many uh, characters, and it's such a full roster that mm-hmm. it's so, it would be so easy to let them all just be characters, characters, to let them fall down into these tropes or identities and just be nothing more. But they're doing a really good job of giving them substance. Um, the only character I'm not on board with right now is the sister uh, Shannon, I assume. Shannon. Yes, uh, uh, the oh. one who's like, I'm not gonna do anything. Yeah, they're gonna be coming to rescue us soon. And, mm. like, that's the character, like, I'm just... Maybe there's more to them. Maybe they die next episode. I'm okay with either at this point. Sure. Um, <laughs> and I, I don't, I don't want to let you in uh, too much on future events. I don't want to be that guy who's like, you know, pay close attention to uh, uh, this guy. He's gonna be important later because that guy sucks uh, and always like ruins the fun of watching a show, which is you kind of figuring a lot of things out for yourself. Um, but you know, they never really figure out Shannon. Uh, however long she lasts on that show, they never quite nail it. Uh, I I think she is uh, less obnoxious than her uh, uh, reputation, um, but you know, uh, Shannon, Shannon's not a faith. Neither is her brother Boone. I think Boone Boone is uh, a sort of a 
he wants to be a hero, but he just is kind of boring. I mean, <laughs> so they never really figured him out. Endears himself to me with his like, uh, like his charismatic stupidity with the whole like, I'm a lifeguard. You should return that certification. Like, I got you a bunch of pins. I don't I know. Got which you a bunch of best. pins to to <laughs> pop a hole in his trachea. Uh, yeah, it, yeah it, he's... It, it, it's one of those things where it's like, like okay, I, I, I'm a fan of this character trope. I will say right now Boone is pretty low on my list, but I think that's largely because Boone is opping, acting opposite uh, Shannon, who I am not a fan of. And that's I right. think if Boone got better players to play with, he'd do a little bit better, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm interested. Well, I'm interested you too. guys already have seen. Um <laughs> I have I have seen I have seen several times <laughs> the the lifespan of Boo Car- Boone Carlisle and uh, and uh, Shannon whose last name escapes me. Their brother and sister wouldn't it also be Carlisle. No, they're uh, step siblings. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's some color uh, to add in there. Uh, yeah. I oh I'm so excited that somebody's watching Lost. I I finally uh, with uh, my show Advanced Community Studies have an outlet to talk about my my true great obsession. Uh, which is the television show Community, but boy, if I can ever if I can ever finagle someone into committing to Lost, <laughs> yeah. I am I am where in the money. Which actually, uh, your uh, pilot of the Community show actually got me to rewatch all of Community. All I of just it? finished. I just yeah, I just finished it. Hell yeah, dude! Uh, still good. Uh, <laughs> still so, like it. A lot of strong points. Uh, there were a lot of points where it's like I don't really like. There were a lot of points where I checked out. It's I, the highs were about as high as I remembered. The lows were a lot lower than I remembered. Hmm. Okay, that's fair. I mean, with any show, Lost included, that once had to generate twenty-five episodes per season. You know, there's gonna, yeah. there's wow. just gonna be some lows. The fucking hand crank only mm-hmm. goes so much, exactly. and, and there's just gonna be some bummers in there. It was also one of those things that's kind of going through. I redeveloped a lot of opinions about characters and community where characters I previously loved, um, my opinions greatly changed on. Like, mm. honestly, this this watch through was not a fan of Shirley. There was no point mm. where I like greatly enjoyed a Shirley plot. Mm, I mean, the show uh, often struggles with Shirley. It, 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 it's, um, it, she's think, kind of, I think uh, Yvette Nicole Brown never stops being a good performer, oh, yeah. but the show frequently struggled, uh, trying to make her as relevant as fucking Abed or Troy, uh, or, or really are like central five. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And it, it, they, they keep going back to the black Christian mom archetype. Yeah. It's not even it's not even so much the archetype well even. Like that's bad, but like the big issues I had with uh Shirley was all these other characters grew in some capacity. Shirley never really grew. And it was hard to be invested in Shirley's choices because they were always wrong and they were always the same wrong choice she made a couple episodes ago. Yeah, it, hmm. it it never surely kept falling back into her same habits. She never became more than what she started, and she just never got anything significant to do. And when she did, she was paired with Pierce to do it. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, I think they were the two olds. Her strongest moment in all of Community was in season one with her episode with Jeff where they bonded by making fun of Vaughn. Yeah, she never and that is the further fourth, than that. That is the fourth episode of Community. And then they Ugh. made over a hundred more. Uh, that is, that is the, the peak of her character, like, as a character, uh, again, you know, Yvette Nicole Brown continues to be a good performer throughout the show, but the, Mm -hmm. the show finds much more interesting things for everyone else to do, and at least Pierce gets to be the villain of season two, uh, and, and gets to die you know uh spoilers i guess for community it's been out for a minute uh but shirley leaves between seasons so that event nicole brown can go be on the odd couple on cbs wait they remade the odd couple again dog i think they're still remaking the odd couple yeah like i'm positive between recording this and kevin releasing it in a couple weeks there will be a new remake of the odd couple there will be a new remake but it was on for a few years it had thomas lennon and matthew perry as our sent as uh felix and oscar and uh and yvette nicole brown was also there i i will also say with uh this um watch through as much as I didn't like Shirley, not my least favorite character of the uh, main group. Mm. That goes to Elroy. Didn't oh, Elroy Fantastic. Like, did not like Elroy at all this watch. You didn't like El- you don't even like Elroy. It's not even that he didn't get his time. You don't like Elroy. You don't like it, Keith David as Elroy. Like it, yeah, the character just it was always like he he I felt like he was there to say, "Hey, I'm old. And hello, I am old and black. <laughs> yeah, like I, I felt like, like, yeah. like they still needed an old and um by that point without Pierce or Shirley, they, they had that they didn't need an old because that season's arc was Jeff, hey, I'm old now. Right, that is the idea of season 5 Jeff is that he is finally become old. Uh yeah. and they and they well, I guess that's season 6. Uh yeah. but uh, yeah, they bring in Elroy, and they bring in they bring in Frankie in the season six premiere, and fucking Frankie kills. Frankie oh, yeah. fucking Frank nails it. Paget Brewster fucking pins that show to the wall, and and it destroys. Out of the humble outsider who came in and nailed it, let me just say, yeah, and, yeah, no, Frankie, amazing. Uh, there was also a moment, uh, I think it was in season one, where I saw Britta, I saw the switch in Britta. Where Britta was this, like, you know, rebel with the cause, and then very quickly becomes a joke for caring. Um, and the moment that happened was when they did this arc with Annie and Shirley picking up Britta's cause and Britta being upset about it. And then at that moment, Britta's, like, Britta did a shift. Like, all the characters develop in ways un precedented and unexpected and become these new things i did i liked britta before that switch that moment where britta becomes the worst and that Mm -hmm. was the moment where i was like i like britta before yeah i understand that uh it's something we've talked about on uh the community show where britta becomes the perfect 
example of a, a, a Twitter white feminist where she, you know, yes. would tweet all day about a cause but would never go do anything about it uh, and and becomes this, this poster child for, like, uh, white feminism and is therefore the worst. Uh, and I, uh, now that becomes kind of an interesting portrayal. At the time, it was like, wow, you've never seen a character on a TV show that, like, had these sorts of convictions, and she's a joke for them. Mm -hmm. Uh, but she becomes a joke well, no, in no, hindsight. Well, no, no, they were the environmentalists in the 90s. Like, they were a punchline Well, there, there, were, there were always those people, but they were never portrayed in the popular culture, at least not in a main character role, at least not in something popular enough to cross my radar. And in a that, in a positive a... light, as not, like, either yeah. the villain or the most yeah. anno annoying in a bad way, as opposed to Britta, who can be annoying in a good and funny way. Mm -hmm. uh, like, you're yeah. still not, like, you're still meant to like Britta. Yes. Uh, and and once they, they, they apply to Britta the Charlie Brown principle... Uh, where, and it's, uh, there is a, actually a character on Lost that they follow the same trajectory for, where it's like, oh, to make this person who can be a little off-putting sympathetic, we're going to have them just, like, get beat up on a little bit, <laughs> we're gonna have everybody, like, gang up on them, and just naturally the human in you will go like, oh you poor, you poor thing, <laughs> yeah. they Charlie Brown her, and, yeah. uh, and, and that is the, that is their strategy, and, you know, say what you will, take back and forth. It, it, that is the ultimate strategy that they go with. Also, my stance on Abed was very different this watch through as well. Because oh, initially when I first watched Community, Kevin, you can attest to this, I was someone who did not take in media. I was someone who watched my cartoons and my kids' shows, but I didn't watch a lot of movies or television. And I still don't. But I've since watched more than then. I mean, and now you, you have seen Breaking Bad... At least, you know, you've you've watched enough compilations of Breaking Bad to yeah, yeah. to have say you've seen a significant chunk of it. You watched Better Call Saul, um, you uh Game of Thrones. Like you you you're also, not Better taking Call Saul, in really good. I yeah, I, I can't really, I can't really, really good show. Honest, yeah. Uh like I'm upset that no one's current with Breaking Bad in our not Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul in our immediate friend group. Yeah, uh I, I keep hearing great things. Everyone's been talking about it recently. Uh boy, it's just <laughs> It's uh, it's just tough. I do intend to yeah. return to Better Call Saul at some point. But yeah, it was very, but the, very good the like season and a half that I have seen. Yeah. But but just to kind of wrap up the community thing, uh, with my thoughts on Abed, this time around, I appreciated him more. I liked him less. Sure, you you uh, I see your value now. Uh, yeah, you 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 see him. I uh, am am formulating this. A uh, uh, grand thesis for Community is that Community, the TV show, is Jeff's story told from Abed's perspective. Mm. This like insanely pop culture saturated, uh, you know, uh, genre defining. We understand every character's emotionality better through these genre parodies. And the the brilliance of Community's like big send up episodes is not that they did them, but that they always found the character core at the center of them, which is so important to making them not feel just like an episode of Family Guy, where it's like, oh, Peter's doing the. Beverly Hills Cop dance, but he'll fall down at the end. Like, they always found this good character note at the center of each of their, their parody episodes. Um, and and uh, uh, Abed uh, 
is able to create that and and deliver that, even though the story is ultimately about Jeff. I don't know. That's that's my that's what I'm working on. I I, I think there's merit there. I'm not sure if I agree with it. I I think it's definitely a theory that the show allows you to have and to support. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that is anything more than that. It's not it's not literal. It's not like, oh, the the show is written at a typewriter by um Abed. It's just uh that the the world is filtered through his perspective. He and Jeff are introduced at the same time and they essentially end the show together. Um and that it's just it's a it's a process I'm working on like how yeah. uh you know uh everyone's favorite guy uh Joss Joss Whedon refers to Firefly the show as Rivers' story told from Mal's perspective but Serenity Ooh. the movie is Mal's story from Rivers' perspective anyway I don't yeah. know it's it's That's it's interesting it, yeah it's something I, I, I will try I, and flesh I, I, out yeah. as we go along it, it's one of those things where. Yeah, it, Community was a really fun show, and I really enjoyed my rewatch for the most part. But through my rewatch, a lot of like the rose-colored lenses of my first watch through Community, because Community was also so defining for our friend group in college. Mm-hmm. It was big. I, I I showed up to freshman year of college, and I preached the good word of Community with the seasons one and two DVDs, yeah. and we like ran through the show. It's what got us playing D and D. Like it was a it was a huge show yeah. for our uh, friend group at Webster University. It got us pl- it like it's a great chain of events as well. You mm-hmm. brought in Community that got us wa- playing D and D. D and D eventually got a lot of our members into improv. Improv led to other things like it's also one of those things like it's just like there were so many uh small moments that kind of built up our friendship like think about like i would say like the moment kevin like i'm not sure if you have the same like kind of key moment i would say the moment your and my friendship started was during hvz that end of that first mission where you and i snuck back to maria hall hiding behind cars and then one of the alarms went off I, like I think so. It. I think that's a I think that's a big early moment for us. We we had um yeah. known each other, but I think that's a big transitional moment. And I'm not uh I'm not saying that my life is completely different without the television show community because that's insane. Uh, no, I, but would say, I would say that because I think it's the possible. Reason, the reason <laughs> we tra- the Kevin, the reason we were a party together was because before HVZ, we all watched another set of Community episodes, and then we left together because we just finished watching Community. Wow! And you know who knows in the in the in this uh, butterfly effect, perhaps something else would have ended up bringing us together and ended up uh, yeah. making this, like, uh, a partnership in RPGs and had, you know, brought me to improv. You know, like, who, who knows how the waves would have pushed if things had been different. But the way things worked out currently... Yeah, no, like... <laughs> the e- current status if, of my life is very much related to community. Even if there could have been another inciting incident that put us at this spot... That was the inciting incident. Right. And that and that is immutable now. Justin, I feel like we've been excluding you a lot. <laughs> what no, 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 it's fine. It's so, like, here's the thing. 
I am the uh, I w- I am the late interloper into the friend group. I so like my experience of community was it was something I watched during the uh, one year I spent at a my one freshman year I spent at a college in Minnesota when I was horribly depressed to the point that um, I lived almost exclusively off of a diet. Of uh, peanuts, like shelled peanuts and brisk tea. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like I would, what? I wouldn't go to the mess hall. Like I wouldn't go to the cafeteria. I would just walk to a gas to the gas station near the college campus in Minnesota. And I went to school in Minnesota, so I in like you know dead winter, I'd still walk to the gas station and just buy bags of peanuts. And brisk tea. And then I wouldn't even throw the peanut shells over, like, into the trash can. I'd just let them pile up on my desk and then shove them behind the desk when the pile got too big. Oh, fuck. I mean, yeah, I mean, you described yourself as. Community came at a very dark period of my life. Me and Kevin are sharing happy memories about how, like, oh man, community is how our friendship started. (laughs) Justin's like, yeah, community. Community. I watched while I was busy trying to die a little bit, eating nothing but peanut (laughs) shells. I I was subconsciously trying to give myself type two diabetes by drinking liters, like liters, literal liters of brisk sweet tea. Like the like the drink that can't even legally call itself tea. It's like tea based beverage. Oh man! Oh. And that was also when I was really into My Little Pony. So I don't know. I don't know what to think of that period. I mean, I'm gonna roll with you, Justin. As a kids show expert, My Little Pony was a really good show. Oh no! It it it's a, it was it was a solid show. Good. It lasted what nine seasons? Like way longer than anyone expected. I, 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 think, it, I think it ended like last year or two years ago. Yeah. Like a generally like good like changing five years ago, but um, that's neither here nor there. Um, now, now I'm just thinking about what was your and my point of origin of friendship, Justin, because we were in improv together, but I felt like we didn't really start hanging out until after I like, did my first guest on Puffin. Oh, yeah, like we, like, J- like, Jacob, you and I were friends, but we never, we, you and I didn't hang out, like, in, like, just us very much. Yeah, but I also didn't really hang out with anyone. That, just that's true. Us. Like, really, I don't think, like, we didn't become, like, closer until yeah. like after you left uh web uh, after you left yeah. college i think it's puffin yeah I, oh yeah and and, and yeah. justin i think that's pretty true for you and me as well obviously oh, like we we had like, our denny's and steak and shake once. nights but like we got once before puffin <laughs> Yeah, and then, like, Puffin was, like, I don't know, my my buddy Joe Conroy, who didn't live with me at the time, were, like, uh, we were trying to schedule regular hangouts post-grad just to, like, make sure it was happening. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, Justin, you were, like, want to hang out? I'm, like, well, I'm hanging out with Joe. Do you want to come along? And then we were driving down Watson Road, and we passed Smuggala's Pizza, and uh, for two hours we do bits about a gangster-run <laughs> pizza parlor, and then that becomes 
Puffin, essentially. Yeah, and, and, and th- in an alternate universe, we would have launched a podcast where we played gangsters running Smuggler's Pizza. Yeah, if it hadn't become uh, uh, congealed from there, and then that brings in Jacob, and then that's, that's all she wrote, folks. Absolutely. Puffin Publishing Podcast, building friendships, fusing them together. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's one of the few opportunities where a podcast brings people together instead of driving them apart. Well, I mean, there's still time. There's still time, but... Podcast made us friends. Podcast can unmake us. <laughs> it's <laughs> the only... We, the ring must be destroyed and the fires that made it. <laughs> the one <laughs> ring must be cast into the Mount Doom of podcasts. Yes. And uh, more more so than ever, right now during quarantine, there have never been more podcasts being made, and there have oh, yeah. never been less podcasts being listened to because no one's commuting. Yes. <laughs> it's, right. it's just like, ultimate jamming. It's like that scene in The Simpsons where they're trying to explain uh, Mr. Burns' uh, body to him, so they take a bunch of plastic germs and try and shove them through a tiny doorway at the same time. <laughs> That's what podcasts is right now. Like, we were already hit. We had already hit peak podcast and now and now it's just deluging and that's and that's the world and you know what you got to do it for fun uh because barely anyone's gonna make any fucking money off of it and you got to do it i do it a lot so that i have an excuse to hang out with my friends every week yeah so and i get to play uh tabletop here's a tangentially lost related question so in 2013 Yes. Two 9-11 was an inside job based movies came out. Star Trek Into Darkness, written by Damon Lindelof, and Iron Man 3. Which is the better truther movie? Okay. Now Justin, I need you to explain yes. to me what Iron Man 3 is truther propaganda? It, it's about a guy pretending to be a terrorist run by like a private company that's trying to take over the presidency. And the Mandarin has extremely strong Osama bin Laden. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, his his tapes and his speeches and his whole uh, uh, robe and backdrop and beard. Yeah, it's all it's all supposed to be uh, uh, a bin Laden uh, pastiche. Do um, I need to edit another wiki to say someone's a truther? Yeah. <laughs> Because honestly, there's a certain point where I have to stop. I can tell you pretty definitively that Damon Lindelof is not, and his script on Star Trek Into Darkness is very much a work-for-hire sort of gig, (laughs) and uh, it feels like he didn't really get to A, finish it, or B, Mm -hmm. uh, see that script through to the end, because there's some pretty big uh, 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 changes being made. Um, uh, Shane Black, I I don't (laughs) think, was trying with his Iron Man 3 script. Uh, to deliver a a truther message, but I do see what you're saying is that they 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 could definitely be read that way. Um, now, which is the better movie? It's unquestionably Iron Man three, oh, uh, which is one of the best Marvel movies. Uh, 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 quite a fine action comedy unto itself, and I generally watch it every Christmas. All right. Which is the better truther movie? Star I Trek Into my- Darkness. I have my answer. I think it's Iron Man 3. 
And the reason I'm basing off of this is because I know from previous Google searches that Mark Ruffalo has said uh, he has done his own research on 9-11 and buildings don't fall down like that. And he is listed as (laughs) a famous... When the Hulk does it. Mark Ruffalo is is listed amongst the famous 9-11 conspiracy theories theorists and he was in Iron Man 3. Briefly, post-credits, but yes, I understand. not. Wow. I don't don't know much about the personal beliefs of the Star Trek cast. Uh, I I do not know the personal beliefs of Mr. Zachary Quinto. I cannot uh, cannot speak to it. Um, Benedict Tumblrbatch, etc. I still am going to go Star Trek Into Darkness. As the better... a, a, A movie that better works on the truther mindset. Now, here's my rationale for that. Star Trek Into Darkness works on no other level, so the truther (laughs) level is its most effective level and most penetrating uh, level, and is therefore makes a better case that that is the thesis of the movie. Has has David Lindelof written any movie script that works totally on its own level? Uh, I uh, quite like the movie The Hunt uh, that he wrote. I thought it was... uh, uh, a, a, a little rip roaring action flick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that is what I will say. I I know his TV work better, but Damon might have some some uh, hidden uh, films on that uh, on that uh, on that resume. Because of course he wrote Lost. He was the head writer on Lost. He did the Leftovers. Mm-hmm. He did the Watchmen TV adaptation. Uh, Prometheus. Uh, sequel. He wrote the script for Prometheus, uh, which is a movie I like more than most people. Uh, mm-hmm. But the 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 script it's not its uh, strongest element. Yeah. I think uh, the movie suffers most when it tries to be a prequel to the movie Alien and answers yes. such bold questions like, "Where did the alien come from?" The answer, of course, being, I don't know, space? Why do I need Who to know where cares? that alien came from? It's an alien. It it comes from space. Uh, ooh, let's see. Tomorrowland. Oof. Uh, oh, oh, you wrote Tomorrowland? Uh, World War Z? Uh, which I hear is good. I haven't, uh, I haven't, uh, haven't seen it. I think a lot of these are his scripts that are changed to a, a pretty significant mm-hmm. degree because his other screenplay credit is Cowboys and Aliens, and it bears almost no Lindelof magic. <laughs> yeah. I, I think a lot of these are scripts he wrote that if you read his original script, you would say, oh, that's more interesting. <laughs> Mm-hmm. There's something more interesting. His, his projects tend to be very producer heavy. There, most of them are like big studio movies or big adaptations. We haven't gotten mm-hmm. the closest thing we've gotten to like a Lindelof auteurship is uh, the Hunt, but uh, that is not. Uh, I mean, Lindelof has never directed a single thing. I want to see the movie he writes and directs. That, I want that, to know that, what well, that like, is. He like Watchmen. He had a lot of creative control over that, like a ton. He actually like co-hosted a podcast just about the about Watchmen. Yeah, uh, he did that for Lost as well. Uh, oh, really? Very, very early in the life cycle of podcasts, like two thousand five, two thousand six. Um, 
it's uh he uh he he he's an incredible guy that obviously has a lot of creative control but he's never stepped into yes. the director's chair which i find fascinating uh mm-hmm. i think he's a that, very that interesting writer interesting. that is he's more interested in posing questions than he is in answering them and i mean that in philosophical terms as well not just like plot yes. i think he's very interesting in asking yeah. like what is the nature of faith and how it impacts humanity, but he's not going to tell you what that is. He wants you to think about it too. <laughs> what is a soul vis-a-vis a big alien that eats people's faces? Mm-hmm. So I'm glad. I'm glad everybody got to step into our our mind temples a little bit. <laughs> I hope I hope this yes. was interesting to listen to. Yeah, no, so we, I, I'm sure it is. Yeah, like this is the. Uh episode of what would you call it join absolute nonsense absolute nonsense yeah i didn't want to use just again because we're about to use just uh so i will i i uh drawing which is uh technically a synonym for speaking yeah Uh, there's not enough jabbering jabbering absolute nonsense something something to that effect um Yes, uh, we will be back soon with the roleplay tumble and dice that you all enjoy. But you know, yeah. we had fun on a on a couple side yeah. episodes. Yeah, like and we also have like a we're, huge. We're having a backlog. ball here. Get off our backs. Get off yeah. our backs. You're not paying for this. Yeah, we're having fun for us. You know what? Tell, tell you what. Anyone who leaves a mean comment, either get your comment deleted or post a receipt for your TV's Kevin Kevin Lanigan Patreon. And if you show the receipt, your mean comment comment will be published and responded to next episode. Absolutely, yeah. If you are one of the fourteen uh, current patrons, uh, you have the right to be mad at me. No one else does. <laughs> no one else does. Not not even just about podcasts. Just in general. Just in general. <laughs> you can be mad about my personal life decisions, Kevin. Why do you live in New York right now? You know, you can be. You, you have every right for that no, no. one dollar a month, yeah. Sonny Jack. Exactly. But if you aren't on his patreon you can't get mad at him for anything he does he can do no wrong until you pay him absolutely i uh, no court will convict me if you are not one of my current patrons x don't give it to you fuck wait for you to get it on your own x go deliver to you knock knock open up the door it's real with the non-stop pop out and stainless steel go hard getting busy with it but i got such a good heart that i make a motherfucker wonder if you did damn right and i do it again i am like so i got to win break bread with the enemy no matter how many cats i break bread with i break who you sending me you motherfuckers never want to know but your life saved bitch and that's on a light day i'm getting down your stare was holding red sheen skin was showing bitch please if the only thing you can't feel was Came out the plate, stay out my way, motherfucker. Gonna rock, do we gonna fall? Do we let it pop? No, let it go. X gon' give it to ya, he gon' give it to ya. X gon' give it to ya, he gon' give it to ya. Gonna rock, do we gonna fall? Do we let it pop? No, let it go. X gon' give it to ya, he gon' give it to ya. X gon' give it to ya. This has been a Talkback Podcast.